Welcome to What the Fork. Uh, talking about what is the name of the podcast? Exploring. Oh, exploring the good place uh, unofficially. Uh, emphasis on the unofficially. unofficially. Well, yeah, In, parenthetical unofficially. I'm Jared Duran. I'm Jason Kyle. And uh, I, did we we had settled on Fork Buddies. Thanks for listening, Fork Buddies. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, Fork Buddies. Uh, if you do not like Fork Buddies as a as a term, then uh, you should write in to mm. whattheforkpod at gmail.com or uh, tweet at us at uh, whattheforkpod. And, uh, but until then, it's Fork Buddies. Yes. If you would like to be referred to as something else, all 12 of you, uh, please, <laughs> please let us know. Uh, we, we could, Before we, we could make the get, bumper stickers. Uh, we could get really groan-worthy with it and say, like, 10-fork, good mm-hmm. buddy, or... Uh... There you go. <laughs> These bumper stickers make themselves. They, they do. Merch opportunities, a go-go. Man, I can't um, wait till the t-shirts come out. <laughs> and uh, so, you know, we... we um, the way we're recording these, I'm assuming that if we do start getting some feedback emails, that they're they're going to be pretty behind uh, where we at, where we're actually at, and that's that's going to be okay because the first episode is already posted, but the second episode is already in the can, mm-hmm. and we're uh, we we are doing a double header today, um, so so um, you know it is uh, it, it is what it is, but uh, I, I am looking forward to getting some some uh, feedback from people to to discuss on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, we are discussing episode four, which is entitled, um, uh, you know, appropriately enough, Jason Mendoza. Yes, um, and if uh, if. Uh, you don't remember from the previous week, uh, we, we left at, uh, at Jianyu, um, revealing that he did not belong there mm-hmm. and was freaking out, yes. um, homie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Eleanor is his homie. <laughs> so I, um, I will pick right up with the introduction then, I think, um, unless there was, uh, any. No, uh, we should start with the introduction. The we should yeah. begin. We should begin at the, the beginning. beginning, or as as REM said, begin yeah, the begin. begin. Yeah, yeah, begin the <laughs> begin. Hang on, hang on. You're not supposed to be here either. You're a mistake, just like me. Yeah, and I'm freaking out, dog. There's so much thoughts in my brain. It's like my head is filled with rocks. <laughs> How have you managed to stay undiscovered? Because I have had to dodge and weave and barely escape with my life, and you don't seem. Like a super genius. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Jianyu. I'm Michael. Before we start, I know you were a Buddhist monk and kept a vow of silence. Would you prefer to remain silent here as well? <laughs> you literally haven't said a word since we got here? Yeah. He locked into that. I'm just trying to figure out what the fork is happening. I think we might be in an alien zoo or <laughs> on a prank show. No, Jianyu, we're dead. <laughs> Whoa. That's a dope prank. <laughs> Gotta give it up. Okay, I need to make sure that this isn't some sort of weird trap. Is your real name Jianyu? No, it's Jason Mendoza. And by the way, everyone here thinks I'm Taiwanese. I'm Filipino. That's racist. That's <laughs> <laughs> so racist. But Tahani said that you helped Michael by putting your hand on his chest and doing some sort of healing magic. Yeah, a nurse did that to calm me down once when I crashed my jet ski into a manatee. <laughs> You crashed your jet ski into a manatee? Yeah. Um, 
Okay. He crashed his jet ski into a manatee. Yes. I think it's just important to mm-hmm. emphasize this. From Jacksonville, Florida. That happens a lot. <laughs> what did you do for a living? I was an amateur DJ, specializing in EDM, electronic dance music. I was also an amateur hip-hop backup dancer, an amateur body spray inventor. Um, I did pranks on Vine. None of those are jobs. What did you do to make money? <laughs> oh, I sold fake drugs to college kids. Okay. Good. Okay, here's my biggest question. How did you... But they were fake. Yes. I sold fake drugs to college kids. Yes. So... You know that I didn't belong here. I figured it out the very first night at the party using my powers of deduction. <laughs> I heard you don't talk. Well, here's something for you to not talk about. I don't belong here. <laughs> they made a mistake. Total phony. So... <laughs> okay. Later, man. Okay. I vaguely remember that. <laughs> I believe you, Jason. You're not supposed to be here. Welcome to the bottom of the barrel. <laughs> All right. So I enjoy the fact that heaven is racist. Yes. Uh, Keep saying I'm Taiwanese. I'm Filipino. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's funny that um, as far as these those two characters, uh, Eleanor and Jason slash Gianni. Yes. Gian or Jason's from Florida. And Jacksonville specifically. Jacksonville specifically. Mm-hmm. And that uh, Eleanor is from Arizona, which seems to be as far as uh, states in the in the union go, uh-huh. uh, seems to be the ones that take the most flack. Well, to to Eleanor's point, welcome to the bottom of the barrel. Yes. Um, <laughs> I don't think there was an accident uh, yeah. that we're we're really the lower of the lower forty eight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, uh, but Phoenix is a lovely place, right? Mm-hmm. Um, there there are many 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 good things about Phoenix. Um, and, uh, you know, not, not to, to rag on Phoenix, uh, too much, but, uh, to rag on Jacksonville. Yes. Let's rag the, on Jacksonville. Yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah, those, I, I, I'm sure I must have mentioned it before because anytime Florida comes up, I have to quote the Simpsons of, uh, of, of Lisa, you know, looking at the map and pointing out the places they can still go, uh, or they're still welcome. And she includes Florida, and Homer says, Florida, but that's America's wang. <laughs> um, yes. And so I, I don't know how I possibly could not have mentioned that, but I will never tire of that line, and it always always gets a laugh. As far as Simpsons me. line goes, that and Homer walking out of The Empire Strikes Back, <laughs> which and revealing that, spoiler alert, Darth Vader is indeed Luke Skywalker's father, <laughs> to the line of people... <laughs> <laughs> who are weighing <laughs> yes i'm sure that that hit home or cl- close to home for somebody um <laughs> possibly the writer who yes. was standing in line on that night and that is a line i still use pretty much walking out of any movie that i go see <laughs> when and each time my wife rolls her eyes like <laughs> it was you know I, and she's like, I don't think I've seen that episode, Jason, <laughs> or because I wasn't allowed to watch The Simpsons when I was a kid. Mm. I was not either. I Mormon. hear that a lot. Yeah. Was your wife also Mormon? No, my wife grew up Lutheran. Ah. Um, Did she also grow up Minnesotan or was that? She's Nebraskan. Okay. 
I don't know where the Lutheran breadbasket uh, extends through. So, um, but uh, I I've met many because I, 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 I'm of, of the area I, era I grew up in. I think many parents got scared about Bart Simpson and sure. his skateboarding and his writing on the chalkboard and. Uh, also, he, was, he was a bad boy, a bad influence. Yes, yes. and uh, so that's what happens when you're raised by an alcoholic father and a mother with a bad haircut. Yeah, gotcha. <laughs> and and, um, parent, and since they realized that the television should not be the babysitter anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, But uh, as one of many things, I mean, 30 years later, uh, I think society's... Uh, to say his softened on our views on the Simpson family. Okay, so now this, keep in mind that this decides our friendship uh, The going forward. What What is your opinion on the on the Simpsons? Where does classic Simpsons end? Oh, man. God, I feel like if I get this wrong, this... Then this is then over. We're, then that is about. <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding. Then this uh, this podcast has only lasted four episodes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really, like three and five minutes. <laughs> yeah. So um, uh, this is the. <laughs> so this is what the. This fork. has been what? Yeah, this has been what the fork. Uh, yeah, good day, fork buddies. Uh, <laughs> no, I, 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 that's I, I have. Um, not that there wouldn't be a period in my life where friendships, you know, would actually be decided by uh, the answer to um, essentially my version of, of Jets versus Sharks, you know, mm-hmm. uh, what are the classic Simpson seasons, but, uh, but there, there is a right answer. Um, and it, no, I'm, I'm kidding. What season was the rock, was the rock uh, camp? Oh, uh, you know what? I like the rock camp episode. I'm going to say... That I I thoroughly enjoyed the presence of the late Tom Petty, uh, Elvis Costello, Mick and, and Keefe, um, and uh, who else was in that? Uh, Lenny Kravitz, yes. I believe. And I, and I, and I enjoyed that episode, but I think it was it was past the golden age. Okay, I think it might have been season eleven or something. The the part I most like of that episode is when I think it's Homer takes off. Elvis Costello's glasses. My identity, <laughs> my image. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. It's I. I also I. I also enjoyed that part. Um, I would say probably like season ten, maybe. Uh, okay, all right. Is is I mean I, I mean you get to stay in the good place. Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh. So and I think that the golden years of The Simpsons are seasons three through eight mm-hmm. and it stays strong through, through, um, through nine and 10. And from there it, it hits, it hits bottom. Mm-hmm. I used to, um, attribute that to that is probably around the point at which they had begun to write the Simpsons movie. And mm-hmm. I thought maybe they had taken all the best, you know, show writers at that point and, and put them on the film. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I don't know, and and I have I I every I um I had started listening to um, everything's coming up Simpsons. Okay. Uh, the, um, the you know the the kind of basically ends up being the uh, the 
I don't know, our version of, of the Simpson. Mm-hmm. Uh, but with the, I, 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 you know, I like the idea that the guest picks whatever episode they're talking about and it's, you know, mm-hmm. having to talk about the reasons why it's one of their favorite episodes. And, uh, and one of the best episodes is the Matt Myra talking about, um, you, you only move twice, which, <laughs> which is the James Bond episode, um, which is, is fantastic, by the way. As far as television goes, mm. that, I mean, not just one of the best animated episodes mm. of anything of all time, one of the best episodes of television with Albert Brooks as, mm. uh, as uh, Scorpio, <laughs> as Hank Scorpio. Just <laughs> so, yeah. Um, which is, I, I, I'm never going to do it justice, but I love the whole just his energy in that. Cause he's always talking a little bit too fast and he's, you know, he's talking about the, the, um, yeah, what he's like, uh, something about hammocks or us and, uh, like between two trees or something like that. He's like all these like clever names for, for hammock stores. Mm-hmm. And he's like, uh, what does he say? Like Marianne's hammock stop or something like that. And he's like, and if you, uh, I hear that if you, uh, if you, if you buy the hammock, Marianne, I'll get in the hammock with you. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, uh, uh, that's down in the hammock district. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> It's just I don't know, and I, I don't know why I'm getting off on this this Simpsons I'm digression gonna, here. I'm going to go on another tangent because sure. you mentioned Albert Brooks. Mm-hmm. Uh, if uh, if you're calling the last episode uh, that we recorded an hour ago, um, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. Uh, shh, don't sh- don't sh- break the magic. Oh, man, the magic's broken. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, I we were talking earlier about an article about the season three primer for. Um, uh, that was on the ringer. Yeah, on the ringer for the good place. I'm gonna guess because I haven't read it, but is defending your life on there? You are correct. All sir. right, that's which is a fantastic movie. Yes, for anybody who hasn't seen it, I think mm-hmm. defending your life is 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 just is is genius and rip torn in that movie is so fucking good. Yes, the the thing they talk about in the article uh, that um, I think is a good suggestion is they should. At some point, possibly tap rip torn. Oh, that would be awesome to uh, make it before he dies. Yes, um, because it's really and not that I wish death on rip torn, but it's got to be a matter of time. That guy's been around forever. Yeah, I, I'm afraid that I'm afraid so. It's probably why we haven't seen anything in him lately. Yeah, uh, probably because um, and they do need to um, make another man black, I guess, soon because he is. I mean, outside of Tommy Lee Jones said pan delivery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he is the best part of that series. Really, he is. But I mean, you know what? That was the case in the Larry Sanders show, though, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, basically, Rip Torn is the best part of whatever film that he's in mm-hmm. uh, or series in that case. Uh, he was also the best part of Dodgeball. Yes. Um, <laughs> Fun fact he's also in uh, the David Bowie movie, The Man Who Fell to Earth. Yeah. I mean, of course, outside of Bowie being Bowie, like he is the best part of that movie as well. I I also don't think he was ever young. I'm pretty sure, you know, mm-hmm. even in the movies where he's young, mm-hmm. he yeah, it's it's odd to see him looking like anything other than the rip torn that that and, we've known. And plus, he is also the best part of Frey got fingered that time in the backle. But um, <laughs> I, the bar's pretty low there. <laughs> yeah, you're saying the best part of Freddy got fingered. By the mm-hmm. way, yeah, that's, uh, but. Um, I I would be down for that. I think that that uh, Rip Torn would be a fine addition mm-hmm. to the, the cast of The Good Place. And it's it's sad that defending your life. I mean, well, it's not sad, but I mean, Albert Brooks is such a solid body of work that mm-hmm. he's done, written, and directed. That one of the points they make in the article that I uh, strongly agree with is that like Lost in America and uh, what's the other one? Because I'm blinking. 
that he did like in the early 70s, oh, late 70s, early 80s. Okay. The real um, uh, True Romance. No, it's not True Romance, but it's something modern romance. Modern romance and yeah. Lost in America. They do get, they do overshadow that movie um, because they are. See, I, I don't know that I agree with that. I mean, that's that was, but, you know, I think it's part of that run for him that is basically, mm-hmm. I, I think what um, he is rightly known for is that trio of films. I think modern romance and lost America and, and defending your life are all mm. just, I mean, first of all, I don't know if there would be necessarily movies that would be made now. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I just, I mean, the, the, the subtle nuances in there of, I don't we're, we're going to get off on an Albert Brooks tangent now. It's probably best reserved for for a, another time. But um, just like the whole the dating practices in modern romance, and like the with all the stuff with like you know the answering machine and the <laughs> and and his you know his his job, which um, which is um, and is that that's James. Uh, James L. Brooks in that, isn't it? Isn't I think so. He the the is he the director of that film? No, I think Albert's There's the a, director. I'm gonna. No, no, no. I, yeah. I I mean not the actual film itself, but um the film within the film, the sci-fi movie they're making. Yes. Uh, because Albert Brooks, I think, is the sound guy. Mm-hmm. Um, or he's like the Foley or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, moving on. Mm-hmm. Back into the good place. Um, where where are we headed to next? Because uh, I, I think it's a the good. Man with the notes, well, yeah, it's a. I think this is a good time to um, possibly. So, as speaking of Simpsons and long running television shows, mm-hmm. as we made abundantly clear in the preview episode, I am still knee deep in a Cheers rewatch. Okay, at what point are you now in this rewatch? Actually, I am now. I believe. Uh, a few episodes into season 10, this is when... So you're Sam, in the home stretch. Yeah. So Sam and Rebecca are uh, trying to have a baby. Mm. Um, I think this is... I think I just got done with the episode where Kevin McHale gets injured <laughs> uh, because they're trying to count the bolts in the floor. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the one thing that I've been kind of noticing as I've been uh, watching, watching the show is that sort of how sitcoms and television in general just kind of been the change to what we have today mm-hmm. or since or episodes used to have beautiful men half theme songs uh set right. to adult contemporary music about places where people know your name and they're 25 minutes long some of them are 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 a little uh, hard to listen to now. I think I, I'll, I'll throw the Family Ties theme song in there as one that's kind of hard to listen to now. So, but I think Alan Thicke, uh, as far as theme songwriters go, had yeah, because he did Facts of Life and different strokes. But anyway, clearly the more talented musician out of that Thicke family. There. I would, yes, I would strongly <laughs> agree. He he was uh, someone who didn't feel he needed to steal from Marvin Gaye, mm-hmm. um, but I'm not sure if that's entirely Robin Thicke's thought. Uh, or which the thick doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that was Pharrell or the other. Anyway, but like I remember, like it's twenty five minutes long. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, um, 
And now, like, as I'm in season 10, we're down to, like, 23, 22 minutes. Mm-hmm. The theme song has gotten shorter. Um, their cuss words have been introduced. Mm. I believe it's a, a few points. Carla actually gets to use strong language. Um, so I've been kind of thinking about that a little bit, too. And Well, it's interesting to, th- you know, because uh, um, I am concurrently doing a rewatch of Frasier mm-hmm. and um, I don't even remember what season we're into on that. I think we might be in season nine or 10 at this point. Okay. So you're um, two in the home stretch. Yeah. Yeah. On the, uh, where we're deep into uh, the, the Daphne and Niles years at this mm-hmm. point. Um, but it, it is interesting to watch a show uh, evolve, especially a sitcom, which, you know, they're, um, and, uh, you know, a, a more contemporary sitcom. I, I was thinking about this as I was, uh, rewatching Mad About You as well, mm-hmm. is to watch the, the clothing evolve and to mm-hmm. watch, uh, you know, exactly what they can get away with as far as the, as, as the script goes, evolves. And, um, yeah, it's, 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 it's almost, um, especially when you rewatch something in a, in a, uh, you know, binge style, um, to, to see the progression of, of, of 10 years, mm-hmm. you know, from, from something that was, that started in the, you know, late eighties, early nineties, and then moves into a more modern setting. It's, it's, it's very, uh, very interesting. And I think the thing that I've noticed, especially with the Michael Shore, like style of sitcom mm-hmm. is that they, do take a lot from the Cheers playbook where they have um, characters that recur over like a series of episodes. Uh-huh. Um, like they just, they finally kicked off, uh, they finally kicked out the French guy uh, who, uh, um, the French guy who oh, the- was trying to steal Woody's girlfriend or mm-hmm, soon mm-hmm. to be fiance. Um, and, like Lilith started out as a recurring character and, but like how these people, and then there's a Roger Rees as the millionaire. Right. Uh, who uh, is in this, like, but they had like ar- arching storylines or the guy who, uh, who had the restaurant upstairs. Yeah. Which I think we're still need deep in that. Cause <laughs> I think it was the episode I just watched was when Carl sleeps with him. Oh yeah. <laughs> that was, that was weird. Um, funny, but, uh, odd. It, it's this template where getting back to the point where it's like there's these storylines that um like the will they want they the mm-hmm. um like that continue to resonate in works of michael sure particularly like in especially brooklyn 99 oh yeah and the good place too because it's you'll find out right we'll get to it yeah we'll get to mm-hmm. it in in the office as well that it's definitely not, not broke. It's definitely the, if it's not broke, don't fix it. Yeah. You can kind of innovate around it, I think, but there are mm-hmm. some, some uh, driving factors behind sitcoms mm-hmm. that are just, and I think, and, the way through. and definitely in this, in the good place in particular mm-hmm. is this mashup of say your puzzle box shows like mm-hmm. lost and um, your, also your sitcom formula, like your cheers. Mm-hmm. And uh, it got me thinking, about who uh, who the characters would be in Cheers. <laughs> and, uh, as we have now found out that uh, J- 
Jason is a uh, a yokel from Florida. Right. Yes. He is clearly the Woody. Yes. Oh yeah. Um. So of the of the group, and I wrote some more down that Eleanor couldn't decide if she would be the Rebecca or the Carla, mm-hmm. but I definitely think she's the Carla because she's definitely the quickest to resort to physical violence. She's she's a little Spitfire. Yes. Yeah. I I would I would agree with that one. Plus, as I mentioned also in the uh, preview episode, that Carla is probably the most well-rounded character on right. that show. Yes. Uh, uh, Chidi is definitely the Frasier, which means I think we're <laughs> going to get a spinoff, hopefully pretty soon. I, I would be down for a Chidi spinoff. I would definitely be. And Tahani would definitely be the Rebecca. Uh, Janet is clearly the Cliff. Yeah, uh, is Okay, is Janet the Cliff or is Janet the Norm? Or is she Cliff and Norm? She could be Cliff and Norm. Because I could see Janet walking into a situation where people would be like, Janet! Um, or Jason Jason could be the Woody and Norm because I, Norm has this, I don't want to make the effort, I just want to sit here and drink beer. And as we find out later in the episode, this mm-hmm. particular episode, uh, Jason does not want to do, <laughs> does not want to, progress no he, he yeah he is jason he is who he is um i there's so who then if we're following this 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 through line who is the uh the vera or who is the uh the um uh oh maris who is the, the vera or the maris the vera or the maris oh i am You've stumped me there, sir. <laughs> but definitely, clearly, Michael is the Sam because yes, because yes, yes. Um, yeah. But I mean, Michael is the Sam. But at this point, Michael is also nothing like Sam, right? Um, at, at this point, which there's you know there other than than uh, than Michael being the sort of driving force that everybody's kind of spins around a little mm-hmm. bit i mean even though you could probably argue that eleanor is the the focal point and everybody else is in orbit around eleanor mm-hmm. i mean it really does all come back and coalesce around michael because he's the architect mm-hmm. um so that's i mean everybody is he's i i don't know necessarily then if a solar system is a good uh analogy or <laughs> more of like a spider web or a marionette maybe uh you know, th- these are the puppets on Michael's strings. Yes. As it were. Um, I'm still thinking, like, who would be the invisible person that we never see? Who would be the Maris? Who would be I mean, the... I'm trying to think of that. I think that we start to kind of get into that a little bit more in season two. Yeah. Um, because there, you know, as we get into a little bit more of the, uh, the complicated inner workings mm-hmm. of everything, um, I think that that there that we may stumble across that so that's that's something that we may want to just like keep an eye out for at yeah. some point it'll come back to where we found the vera slash maris yeah so fork buddies who's our vera <laughs> <laughs> or yeah if you know right in yes if you know who our vera is just let us if, know. if you if you disagree with the with the casting of the good place as cheers characters right in <laughs> All right, where where are we where are we really running? Because I, as 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 we mentioned, I wasn't prepared <laughs> to go over this one. Um, so uh, I I think we wanted to advance. I wanted to go uh, probably four minutes in when we're introduced to uh, Jason's uh, 
Jason's headquarters. Okay. Oh, yeah. We need some place that we can talk in private. I agree. Let me show you my butthole. What? I should warn you, it's a little messy. It does sound like he said butthole, right? It does. Okay. This is my butthole. It's just like a hole where me and my buds can hang out. Buds. Yes. Okay, now I get it. (laughs) I wrote down on a piece of paper that I needed a private meditation (laughs) area. Tahani will never come in. I I hate to... uh, Decorating style you have here. I hate to admit, but I finally got the joke. (laughs) 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 Like, like, and sort of like Eleanor just now, I just got the joke that you can't say but in the good place. Uh, (laughs) Because I guess maybe I don't consider but to be a swear word. Right. Um, So, and the fact that it's now the butthole. Uh, well, but you know, so if if he was, if, you know, there there could be, you know, the argument a little bit that if it was, you know, if he was saying asshole, then yeah. the good place would correct it as as butthole. But I don't know. Mm-hmm. That doesn't really make sense. Either. Or it would, I think it's ashhole. Ashhole. That's right. Yeah, ashhole yeah. is how you correct it in the good place. Yeah, that's yeah. Well, because Eleanor says, you know, I'm not saying asshole, right? I'm trying to say ashhole. Yes. On you, it's like twelve-year-old boy meets thirteen-year-old boy. (laughs) She rules. Is she single or is she married to Michael? No, no, dude, you cannot date Janet. A, she's not human, and B, you have to keep pretending to be Tahani's soulmate. Oh yeah. yeah. But okay, I there's a loophole in that there. I think in that Janet has already said that she doesn't she doesn't repeat anything you tell her. Right. She is the um. She's the Siri, but nothing gets reported back to headquarters. Right, exactly. Which, yeah, Siri should be more like Janet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cool. Okay, just sit <laughs> tight, dude. I have a class to get to. What? Uh, a class? I, I didn't know there were classes. Chidi is trying to teach me to be a good person, and it's really hard. Also, Michael has asked me to be his assistant, whatever that means. My whole situation here is getting more and more dicey. <laughs> so I'm actually really glad to have a place I can come when I just want to be myself. Yeah, I miss being myself. Myself was the best. <laughs> Acid cat. Yes. Is that supposed to be like the uh, dead mouse or something? Yes. Okay. What's up, man? Because EDM is not at all mine. Fred Durst has thrown an orgy on a partially capsized yacht. <laughs> My dad just texted. It already started. So I'll get right to the point. I listened to your demo. You're terrible. <laughs> Really? Yeah. Okay, you just don't have any, what's the word, talent. (laughs) You got something better than talent, man. You got my approximate size and weight. I'm supposed to play this club for the rest of the week, but I just got an offer to DJ Scott Disick's after party for the Amateur Porn Awards in Reno. Whoa, congrats, bro. That's a dream. (laughs) That's your dream, man. It's my Tuesday. I just need somebody to fill in. Put on the helmet, press spacebar on the computer. Those idiots won't know the difference. For the next week, Jason, you are acid cat. Oh, there's a lot of old gum in here. <laughs> oh, yeah, we can definitely. <laughs> so, um, of course, I like the fact that Fred Durst still has RGs on a cat-sized yacht. Uh-huh. And that he uh-huh. still has that, you know, the power to, to pull something like that off, <laughs> given his uh, relatively low profile. Right. Um, and... Um, I think uh, 
Would you want to talk about EDM and your feelings about it? I, I don't really feel like I have feelings on EDM one way or the other. Mm-hmm. I just, it's not, I, uh, I'm not an electronic music guy. Yeah, I, um, so it's definitely not my thing, though I kind of get why people like it. Uh, um, I, for, and actually for the longest time, I was calling Dead Mouse Dead Mouse 5. <laughs> <laughs> Like, because that's, and again, because it's like what we're talking about probably in between shows is that we're talking about just the rabbit hole that, right, sure, something like that you would want to go down. Um, with we're talking about like how people follow the Grateful Dead, and mm-hmm. uh, that's a rabbit hole that maybe isn't something that we particularly want to invest in at the time. That's kind of how I feel sure. about EDM. Now, I've been to an EDM show. Uh, I've been to, I saw Tiesto. Okay. Uh, and who I think has been doing it probably the longest, um, at least 20 or so years. Um, and I remember enjoying that show. I remember, and as you'll find out later, that like pretty much it's, you press, as, or as the as character the explains, says. as yeah. the cat says, it's, you press a space bar and mm-hmm. you just sit there and you wave your it's arms all around. Pre-programmed stuff. Yeah, yeah. and, and I th- which I think is probably my biggest problem with it mm-hmm. is that for me, a live music experience, I want oh. real instruments. And I've I've talked to DJs in my career as a freelance writer, mm-hmm. and they know how to read a crowd. I think it's like the reason why I think one of the brilliant things about having glow sticks mm-hmm. and EDM concert is that if they're not moving, those glow sticks aren't moving, then you're doing, then you've pressed the wrong space bar. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So they'll, they know how to, the ones who are good anyway, mm-hmm. know how to change what they're doing to get the crowd back into it. Okay. Um, so it does become something more of an experience. And I remember reviewing that Tiesto show, which was at a, was at a golf course. <laughs> <laughs> I remember just getting this long email from someone in Georgia mm. telling me how. So the, the review was essentially how I learned to appreciate EDM. Mm-hmm. And like I wasn't a big fan before, but I could see why I see the potential in it and why I could learn to appreciate it. Mm-hmm. And it's this huge long wire about how great EDM is and how it just puts you on this astral plane and everything. I'm like, <laughs> well, I didn't, if I had dropped acid at the show, I would have been able to write the review. Right. <laughs> um, so, uh, I get why people like it, but it's definitely something that is maybe, as you said, like it is, it's pressing a space bar, but it's kind of knowing what key it press. Gotcha. Being, but, as you mentioned, being able to read the room. Yeah. It's the, the glow sticks I think are the biggest, are the, the most brilliant part of the show. Like it's just like, cause the glow sticks aren't moving, man. They're just, then you're not doing anything. <laughs> Uh, so I think uh, I think next I had we were talking about what the Brits say. I think that's like at seven minutes. Okay. Guest list earlier, and Johnny wasn't invited. 
Right. Jianyu is a beautiful spirit, but he literally doesn't talk. And since this will be an evening of lively conversation, and you'll be busy working, I didn't want him to feel uncomfortable. I totally understand. Well reasoned, Michael. As our spritz are fond of saying, try your best to hide your sadness. concept of the self is... Try your best to hide your sadness. Um, yes. And his, the confusion on his face was fantastic. Yes. Um, I think this is, uh, I think what happens next is sort of like the point of the episode where Chi's lesson of the day. Okay. It's a key subject for a lot of great thinkers. In the Tao Te Ching, Lao Tzu wrote, knowing others is wisdom. But knowing the self is enlightenment. Ah, knowing yourself. Is he talking about what I think he's talking about? He is no, not. Eleanor, once again, <laughs> none of these philosophers is ever talking about masturbation. Let's uh, move on to this week's main event. David Hume's A Treatise of Human Nature. You read this, right? I did. Well, I tried to. Well, I tried to want to. Um, actually, could we postpone this lesson? I've befriended Jianyu from next door, and I thought I could learn from him. That's a great idea. Hume's bundle theory of the self is fairly close to Buddhism. Yeah, no durr. <laughs> That's why I'm doing it. Do you hear music? That's not music. That's EDM. <laughs> <laughs> Which goes... Back to my point. Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah. The the the, the uh, David Hume book was one of the ones that the the Ringer article said it wasn't going to recommend. Right. Yes. Yeah, as and I, I, as I mentioned in the last episode, uh, which were were yeah, spoiler alert. <laughs> uh, I did consider. Is it a backwards it, spoiler? Because they've already heard the third episode. At yeah, point. I'm assuming that they've heard, like, we're recording in two, you know, we're going to run the magic again. We record two episodes in a day. But earlier in my morning. What I, What are you talking about? All right, right. No. <laughs> <laughs> Pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. Yes. <laughs> uh, we, I was at the library. Uh, and mainly the library is just to uh, have my son enjoy story time. And uh, get a lot of Pete the Cat and Elephants and Piggy books. Um, <laughs> but occasionally I get to go upstairs and I thought, you know, I should get that David Hume book. And then I thought, no. <laughs> <laughs> Why do I need to get David Hume books when Wikipedia is just right there? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's why philosophers never make any money. Yes. <laughs> well, the fact that Wikipedia. I was going to the library. <laughs> <laughs> There's that. Yes. But yeah, it's true. There's no money in philosophy. Uh, okay. Uh, but uh, um, I think the point of the episode is um, the point uh, the point that is made in this episode. Oh, right. Is, she yeah. just point that masturbation is important. Yes. That masturbation is important. <laughs> <laughs> but also that, uh, <laughs> it's knowing others is wisdom. Knowing yourself is enlightenment. Mm -hmm. And, um, as we start to see 
it was the point that she made in the episodes that being himself was when he seemed to be happiest. Right. Um, or Jason, when he was himself, he was his happiest being a silent monk. Uh, and is, um, not for him. Right. But he is his as happiest when he's in his bud hole in, in his bud hole, uh, listening to EDM. Yes. All right. And is that what you had wanted to? Yeah, a little bit, of, a little taste of. Uh, yeah, it's it's the taste of the recurring theme that is in this episode. That. What are you doing, <laughs> Eleanor? You go right. No more pretending. It's time for me to be myself. I like that What's he up, put. Homie? Eleanor, you broke John. You. <laughs> <laughs> I I like that um, that uh, Jason puts the jersey over his his monk <laughs> get up <laughs> and what kind of jersey is that i'm pretty sure it's got to be it's got to be a jacksonville jaguars yes that's right because they do yes i'd say well the colors are jacksonville jaguars yeah. but i'm sure they had some licensing issues with the national football league right right right. which is is that not on, is that not on nbc um well it's on Every network. I guess it is now. It used yeah. to be, it used to be this like huge focal point that you had a contract exclusively with the NFL. But mm-hmm. I guess they're now. Uh, I don't follow football to be honest. Um, I, I probably haven't followed football since the uh, the Niners were in the uh, in the Super Bowl uh, with Montana as quarterback. Oh my! So if that gives you an idea. Um, although I probably did watch it when when I was a little bit still when Steve Young was the quarterback. So you haven't watched, uh, given appreciated it since the early nineties. Correct. Okay. I mean that's fair. There's a lot to not. It goes back to our conversation in the last episode. Shouldn't we at least try? And I think the NFL is probably one of those things between head injuries and mm-hmm. kneeling that maybe we should try a little harder but I still watch it anyway. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I, there's, I, there's, yes, I, I agree. Yeah. They should try harder. <laughs> yes. They should definitely try harder. It's okay. so the, finally uh, enough though, I did, um, I interviewed a, a butch fig, uh, yesterday. And, you, yeah. Uh, which and, is, which is really fucking cool. Yeah. Oh, it was, it was a really rough fifteen minutes. Uh, it was a, it was a roller coaster. It, it there were highs and there were lows. And <laughs> uh, at the end, they, knowing he is a football fan, mm-hmm. um, particularly of the Packers because he's from Wisconsin, I did ask him uh, how because the Packers are not doing so hot right now. Mm-hmm. I did ask him his opinion on where the Packers need to be, <laughs> uh, and uh, I just that was just wonderful (laughs) talking talking about something not related to garbage or early 90s albums that he produced such as smashing pumpkins and nirvana Mm -hmm. to have the opportunity just to talk about aaron Rodgers and the state of the packers um would be that would be what i would have in my good place that's i mean that's kind of like the um i mean obviously it's a little different when you're writing I think for the new times and when I'm doing limited engagement or something, it's mm-hmm. you don't necessarily have to talk about what you know the people mm-hmm. want to read. In your case, people are wanting to hear about his musical past, mm-hmm. and um, and 
So to have that moment where you get to kind of, and they, I'm sure that he's got to be tired of talking about all of it. You know, his glory days as a, as an indie icon, I suppose, Mm -hmm. or alternative music icon, um, to be able to just kind of like be, again, be himself and talk about the Packers for a little bit. Yeah. It's, it's one of those moments that like, I think with anything with that, it's again, it kind of ties into this episode where you, it must be helpful listening to like asking, have me ask dumb yet Yelp research questions <laughs> <laughs> about what your job is and just kind of be able to let your hair down a little bit towards the end and mm-hmm. just kind of talk about things that you like to do. Because, right. um, I mean, it's, music's a hobby to us, maybe, but it's his job. And it's nice to talk about something else and just get someone's opinion on yeah. something. Yeah. I did was something to ask him what he felt about the good place, but I knew he was watching football on Thursday <laughs> night. So. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Uh, I think that's... That was probably the better question. <laughs> yes. Um, I actually... Yeah, so it was towards this point where he's he's discovered he's listening to edm right where it's fairly clear that uh gianu jason is the uh is the only enlightened member of this and it's some in his simplicity right because he's the only he's the most self-aware yes he is the only one who knows himself he is the one who is just gleefully content to play video games sit in his butthole (laughs) and well, but he he seems to me to also be the the best representative of ignorance is bliss. Yes, he, um, what he doesn't know isn't going to hurt him, and he doesn't know a lot. That's <laughs> true. So. Uh, he um, yes, he does not know much at all. Right. Um, so as, but, gosh darn, if he just isn't just endearing in he, his, he, he's 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 Jason. Ignorance. Oh, uh, I think it was, yeah, I think my question was, we already asked it earlier was, um, I asked if you had ever been to an ADM show. (laughs) Yeah, no, that's, that's, it's not, probably not going to happen. I'll never say never because they're, they're, um, I, I know, uh, well enough now that things that I have sworn that I would never do, I have done. And, uh, and so it's, it's within the realm of possibility, but the likelihood scale is floor level, yeah. if not lower. The likelihood level is in the basement. Well, and plus the fact that most of the EDM shows here in Phoenix happen along a poolside. Uh, yeah, I'm not a big and pool guy. I know. Uh, and, I know our listeners can't see us, but (laughs) if they ever meet us in person, they're Mm going to know that I don't exactly have a beach bod. (laughs) (laughs) And so the fact that I have to, so it's already two strikes. It's (laughs) it's EDM, Uh which, and the fact that I'd have to either be topless by, or not wear a shirt by a pool Mm -hmm. that just, it's, it's not going to be something that I ever approach. Um, (laughs) All right. Well, no, uh, 
so I guess we can go. So we could probably go to the party, uh, the dinner where they're okay. <laughs> I I do love the restaurant endeavors and the good place, mm-hmm. and I also like that the restaurant is called the Good Plates. Yes. I, I am the a, one pun that I got on this episode. I am a big <laughs> fan of the puns. I am always. Uh, oh, I okay. So I want to go to the reveal mm-hmm. of. Great set, Jason. They love you, dude. They don't love me, man. They love Acid Cat. These chairs are fake. They hit my ears like boxing gloves of sadness. <laughs> oh, that's some poetic thoughts, B. I gotta be myself. Which it is. Boxing yes. gloves of sadness is a great image. Attention, Jacksonville. I'm not Acid Cat. I'm Mr. Music, the DJ. And this is a Mr. Music the DJ original. Mr. Music the, the DJ. DJ. As he's wearing a hat that says DJ Music. Yes. <laughs> so, if I may make a comment about his um about the Mr. Music the DJ original. Mhm. Whereas, whereas Acid Cat's music is like that bah, sort of thing that you hear in Christopher Nolan movie trailers and <laughs> Dead Mouse. Uh, I find that uh, DJ music style is definitely more early 90s Paul Abdul. I, sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Whereas if Jason just, for as far as his musical inspirations, he was definitely born at the wrong time. I, I could see, I could see, uh, what is the, uh, the little animated cat character? Is it DJ Scat DJ Cat? DJ Scat Cat. Yeah. I could see, I could see DJ, DJ Scat Cat dancing he, to that. He should, yeah, he should have been DJ Scat Cat. He was just, <laughs> Jason was born on a time, man. <laughs> the good plates. <laughs> I just got that. <laughs> it's hilarious. Anyway, at some point or another, every resident in this neighborhood will fulfill his or her soul's true purpose. Chef Patricia has done that tonight by opening this restaurant. Now, if you'd all like to take a look at tonight's menus. That's right. (laughs) With Michael's help, Chef Patricia has recreated each person's favorite meal on earth. Fun! Wait. So okay. So somebody's was was a plate of gumballs. My yeah. Or I thought it was M and M's. Oh, fresh, okay. Fresh, slow roasted in a peanut sauce. Almost makes me forget how miserable I am right now. <laughs> oh, poor you try that? Fish and peanut butter? No, I'm good. Thanks. <laughs> Tofu. <laughs> oh man, I'm ordering some jalapeno poppers. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy your sponge. Right. Oh. oh. Janet. Hi there. Hi, I didn't get a meal. According to our files, your favorite meal was the hunger strike you went on to protest Bolivian sex trafficking. Oh, right. Of course I did that. Tommy, great party. Check it out. Oh. Suspend. <laughs> so dumb. So much dumber than belts. <laughs> oh, 
He's so happy. How's Gianni doing? Is he opening up? Mm, not yet, but I can tell he wants to. Don't worry, I've got a plan. May I have your attention, please? <laughs> Later this evening, we will be enjoying Chef Patricia's delicious dessert, a stunning three-tier cake that took her a full week to complete. <laughs> but first, I'd like to try something fun. Each one of you has a very special memory attached to the meal you're eating. Why don't we go around the room and share our stories? Who'd like to begin? <laughs> I'll, I'll start, Michael. <clears throat> uh, one day, I wasn't feeling so great, so I made myself a bowl of this chicken soup. When it gets to you, say something short and boring about tofu. No. I'm sick of pretending to be Jean-Yu, the tofu man. <laughs> I'm going to tell a story about my real favorite meal. Which is? The buffalo wings at Stupid Nick's Wing Dump in Canesville. <laughs> wings were free for ladies if they took their top off. Oh, boy. <laughs> Cheesy? A word? Anyway, that's how this simple soup saved over 10,000 lives. <laughs> so, if Gianni starts talking about... At this point, I... I want to talk about how the show just seems to just take swipes at everything that hipsters like. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> or just seems that, or I, I know you're vegetarian. Mm -hmm. Um, so like, is it how, when they make jokes about tofu, like how, like, well, okay. So, but, uh, also don't eat soy based products. Oh, so, okay. yeah. Um, but it's, it's funny to me. I, you know, I, what I, because first of all, I don't think that I don't look at it from a moral perspective. When I started, right. uh, I'll, I'll take you all back on a little trip. I was already not just like for health reasons, not eating red meat and mm -hmm. uh, was really just eating occasionally chicken and fish and hardly eating any of that even. So then uh, when Janelle and I got together, she was already vegetarian. So it just was easy enough. I just stopped eating meat. Okay. Um, it wasn't like a crusade or anything for me. It wasn't that I had uh, been a lifelong uh, Smiths fan or something, mm -hmm. um, which I do like the Smiths, but um, I ate plenty of, you know, cheeseburgers yeah. while listening to uh, Meet is Murder. So, um, but... <laughs> It's and Morrissey cried. I, I what, right, yes, there, <laughs> there were tears the coming show. out of the stereo. Mm -hmm. um, there, uh, I, I, I think that there was, um, there's uh, a Mark Marin joke or something about how like, vegans are the most, and uh, he would rather like, uh, it, like the, and I'm going to mangle the joke, but the whole thing about it being like vegans and atheists are insufferable because there's like so much certainty to uh th how right they are and how wrong you are and how bad you are for not you know um mm -hmm. uh, subscribing to their way of living um and i i do find that humorous i think that anything with such certainty you know any sort of living with such certainty is is uh is humorous because there's always there's always room to be wrong yeah i like I was vegetarian for a while too, and I I didn't do it for a crusade either. Mm -hmm. um, I just did it because I wanted to be healthy and the funny. How did, how did you do vegetarianism without like fruit? I'm just you know or or I really like vegetables. Okay, so but I really like vegetables. Okay, like I am okay. the kid who ate lima beans. I am the kid who eats broccoli. Okay, I am the kid who eats cauliflower. So so there there you were fine. 
Yeah. <laughs> so cauliflower was my shrimp. <laughs> <laughs> and but um mochi will be the um manifestation that will fly up in the sky when I'm in <laughs> having my nightmarish <laughs> Mochi and lychee and kiwi will will be what uh, attacks the citizens of my neighborhood <laughs> when I um, meet my end. Okay. <laughs> um, or, or so to my point. So, uh, but I, uh, um, I did um, once. I learned how to make. So I had a friend who was vegan, mm-hmm. um, and she kind of helped me. Uh, my be- she's my best friend actually. So we. Um, she took some time. She, she took some time. She wasn't the um, like one of the vegans that Mark Marin would describe, and uh-huh. the joke that she mangled. Thank <laughs> God he's not listening. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so she took the time to teach me how to make soy products, and of course later I realized that soy food does give you breasts, and um, uh-huh. yeah. But um, that's neither neither here nor there. But I. Once I learned how to prepare, I was like, oh, I'm going to be a vegetarian. I'm going to. Mm-hmm. Um, and for a good five years, I did that. But it, making tofu tastes not like a sponge. just takes a lot of work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. Um, so, of course, you just resort to other things that you shouldn't eat, like string cheese and mm-hmm. <laughs> um, like dairy products all the time. And, <laughs> uh, cheese pizza. And eventually, you, you know, don't get enough protein and then I started mm-hmm. not feeling well and um but um I I guess so go so back to the earlier cheeseburger saved your life yeah yeah <laughs> so I go back to my earlier point about um just kind of the swipes the show takes it mm-hmm. people feel with such certainty like tofu um and then calling it a sponge and I think it some point in this episode they enjoy your sponge yeah enjoy yes. your sponge and they, they take swipes at brunch uh yeah oh but i love brunch <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which just seems to be the uh the hipster solution to everything on a sunday yes like, gonna go brunch and we're gonna have mimosas <laughs> <laughs> yes yes um i i never know like with a show like this um if they're trying to make a point that I'm I because I'm insecure and I always take things personally. I'm never sure if they're just making a joke at my expense or if they're just saying you shouldn't have brunch anymore. <laughs> I think that they're just I uh, you know what, I, I think that it's all in good fun. Mm-hmm. Uh and it's that's that's their job. I mean if if they notice some sort of trend that they feel is kind of ridiculous then mm-hmm. then they'll They'll make take a crack at it. Yeah, I mean the jokes are funny, and I think that's why the show works is because they, for some people, they do take but the hill. They're a little close, you know. I I feel I always feel like for me, so many of my my favorite jokes or or humorous moments are the ones that make me laugh and then go oh <laughs> yeah, you know? because <laughs> it it is. It's like oh, it's so true. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I, I don't know. I, I I don't think it's meant maliciously. Mm-hmm. And we continue. At Buffalo Wing restaurants, we're all screwed. Jian <laughs> Yu Li, Taiwanese monk who took a vow of silence at the age of eight and hasn't spoken since, is ready to share with us. 
Let me tell you about stupid Nick. <laughs> we need a distraction. Write the fork now. No, 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 no. Eleanor, Chef Patricia poured her heart and soul into this. Destroying it would be a truly cruel act. Yeah. No dur. <laughs> no, no, no. no. <gasps> Man. You broke the world. <laughs> so, Glenn. this brings up a sort of a moral quandary that maybe we can explore. Mm -hmm. So, obviously, what Eleanor did, playing punching a kick that the chef Ramsay, uh, the riff on chef uh, Gordon Ramsay yeah, character, yeah. yes. Uh, made for a week. Uh-huh. Um, that's bad, but she did it to. She did it for a good reason. Yes. Well, no, eh, but then she. Did, well, I suppose it was to save Gianyu from himself, right? Um, or save Jason from himself. I'm still gonna call him <laughs> Gianyu occasionally. Uh, but that's that's the idea, right? Is that she? Um, really. Uh, it was kind of a selfless act, but it was also, you know, to save herself. Mm -hmm. And because if Jason goes down, she's going down. Exactly. At least that's her 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 mindset. And in in as this is again the point of this episode about being yourself, she is preventing Jason from Gianyu from being Jason. Right. Right. Um, right. Because. He wants to talk about stupid Nick. Yeah. And <laughs> Let me ways. tell you about stupid Nick. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I guess, like, so did we, do we agree or do we, or do we think that what she did was like a good thing or was it a selfless thing? Or I do not think that that could qualify as a selfless thing. I uh. think that if you, if, if you examine it, she, you know, um, and and why was there it seems like there could have been another way maybe to distract that didn't involve destroying this cake mm -hmm. right uh which i do love the the point the you know the detail of her coming out and still wiping the chocolate off of her her <laughs> yes. arm um but i mean she there i i think that her motive that you're supposed to recognize that her the her, her motive is improving, mm -hmm. but it's not there yet, right? Because it's yeah. still she's creating this distraction uh, because she knows that it is something that could cause her uh, right. to get kicked out of the good place. It is also to it, you know, she might be able to figure a way to tap dance around that somehow still. Mm -hmm. So there is this element of her doing it for Jason as well. Mm -hmm. um, so I think there's a sign of improvement, but it's still, if, it, you know, if like knowing all the facts as they are, if you remove the one piece of knowledge of her not belonging there, uh, if Jason didn't know that, would she still try to, to save mm. him? Yeah. Uh, and I think the answer to that is probably no. No. But if Jason didn't know about Eleanor, he probably also wouldn't have admitted to her that he wasn't Gianyu. 
Exactly. So it's all it's all wrapped up tightly together. <laughs> and poor Glenn. Stay calm. We're going to get you out of there. And we'll put your soup in the fridge so it won't go to waste. I know that may not be your number one concern <laughs> right now, but it was up there. It's real good soup. <laughs> <laughs> hey, buddy. You okay? No. I was just about to tell an awesome story about a wing eating contest that I lost <laughs> and a barfing contest that I won, but then a hole opened up in the ground. I know. I made the hole to save you from yourself. You cannot let people know who you really are. It would be very, very bad. Beautiful, beautiful Jacksonville. <laughs> What's wrong, dog? Two words I never thought I'd hear together. Out. Yeah. Things are bad, pillboy. Asicat is suing me for bleach a contract. I should have never pretended to be someone else. It could cost me all my dreams in life. You got dreams in life? <laughs> That's lit. Who's that <laughs> dreams, man? I don't want to be a DJ in Jacksonville forever. I want to DJ in Daytona, <laughs> Tallahassee, Tampa even. I want it all. Which, it all is still in Florida. Yes. <laughs> Tallahassee, Tampa, yeah. Yeah. That's big goals, man. <laughs> I know, but I believe in myself. Someday, the world will see what I already know. That Jason Mendoza is a beautiful, unique soul who has so much to give this world. <laughs> okay, that's Isaac Cat's speedboat. Hand me the thing that blows it up. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I again I I love that Jason like he is I do agree with him. He is a beautiful soul. <laughs> because he is so simple minded. He's um whether he has a lot to give the world, it's questionable. Uh, you know, it depends he on. believes in himself though. Mm-hmm. You know, he believes that he does. He really he really is somebody who who is behind everything that he's saying. Mm-hmm. I, I, and I say this with all the most sincerity. If I even had like a fingernail of his confidence, <laughs> um, it would definitely suit me well in this world. Um, I, it's, I just like his character a lot. Just says he takes the risks. Yes, he takes the risks, and then. When he doesn't get his way, he makes a molotov of cocktail. <laughs> <laughs> Blow it up. Now hand me the thing that blows up acid cat's boat. <laughs> Michael, I hereby tender my resignation. I can no longer in good conscience coordinate any further events in the good place. So I am turning in my evening gloves. <laughs> yes. Try to make me feel better. The launch was a disaster. Poor Gianni was so terrified that I fear he may never speak again. <laughs> my hair is barely cascading down my shoulders. Oh, honey, please. <laughs> I know your journey with Gianni has been frustrating, but your situation is actually very typical. Soulmates sometimes take months to really click. <laughs> you have to be patient. And if anyone should take the blame for the restaurant disaster, it's me. I thought this neighborhood's troubles were behind us. Now I fear the worst. Michael, <laughs> I hereby rescind the tendering of my resignation. <laughs> we must keep the neighborhood together. What can I do? Oh, 
Well, the sinkhole should be repairing itself in about three days. Well, as soon as it does, we shall relaunch the restaurant. I'll hang posters to get the word out, and in the meantime, I'll host a brunch party every morning to lift people's spirits. Ah. While you repair the universe, I shall prepare the eggs. Oh, fanciful <laughs> wordplay. Indeed. That is the Jahani that you know and love. So what do we do here? There's nothing to do. He's just gonna blab and get him and me both sent to the bad place. It's hopeless. Can't believe I'm doing this, but Jason, please come to my classroom. I will teach you ethics, like I'm doing with Eleanor, and if you work hard and absorb the material, you just might be able to earn your place here. <laughs> so so there's a point to that so that's definitely his norm moment mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but here's the here's the beautiful thing too about jason Gianu is that his good place is inside those four wood paneled walls yes in his butthole in his butthole yes and no one else in in the court group has found like has their good place but jason has got He's got his good place. So, um, what is your good place, Jared? I, that's a that's a tough question, right? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's probably very similar to this place, but without work. Mm-hmm. I would be happy just like being able to read and listen to music and work on creative projects and you know do the podcasting thing and. And go see shows and just not have to work. Mm-hmm. That that's you know, that's my good place. Yeah, I like your good place. By the way, <laughs> again, I um, you're for those who've never seen Jared's good place. <laughs> he is sitting in front of a poster of Elvis Costello, uh, flanked by also uh, pictures of autograph pictures of Glenn Tilbrook. Yeah. Yeah, that that poster. Uh, yeah, that was yeah. a pretty cool experience, yeah, actually. Yeah, yeah. and uh, it's, um, and just pieces of I pop culture of that... stuff. My bad place would be without my stuff. Yeah, that's that 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 if if for yeah if there is a good and a bad place, and uh, you know I end up in the bad place, I will I will have no music, no books, no no film. Mm-hmm. That I mean, take that out of the equation, and and that's my bad place. Yeah. What about you, Jason? Have you ever seen the movie Big? Oh yeah, it, it's Tom Hanks's loft. <laughs> that okay. is my good place. Okay, that is what I have. That is actually what I aspi- I have aspired to ever since I was ten. Wow! I I want a space where I can occasionally play pinball, <laughs> <laughs> um, where I can jump on a trampoline. Uh, I could probably do without bunk beds, um, but I just like I like the um, innocence and the fun of it. It's it's a lot. Yeah, mm-hmm. I I could see that. That's that. I really liked that movie, mm-hmm. um, I, and I do remember thinking about how cool that would be to mm-hmm. just the even just to have the kind of joy out of experiencing things that he has of mm-hmm. like standing up in the limo and and peeking out the top and mm-hmm. yeah all the just the yeah uh-huh. i i could agree with that for sure yeah that um that and of course it would probably have a lot of stuff 
probably movie posters uh, of some sort, mm-hmm. uh, books, uh, and Jerry Maguire would probably play on a continuous loop. <laughs> Is really Jerry? I, you know, and I, I have to say, I like Jerry Maguire. Mm. Uh, I don't understand some people's fascination with it, though. And you, you, you have a fascination with it. It's, and again, my fascination—it's it's just something that I've seen. Is it one of those comfort films? Because I can, yeah. I can get behind that. For me, that's like it's the a Big Lebowski movie. and High Fidelity. Yeah, it's a comfort movie. Because mm-hmm. um, I worked in a movie theater for five years. That just happened to be the movie that played for at least seven months okay so i watched it at least 500 times at least and then once it came on video just me and my friend would watch it at least once a week Mm -hmm. and amy mann's on the soundtrack yeah um and there's something about the character that um at least even now, I, I just can get behind where he stands for something, but he doesn't know exactly how to do it. <laughs> <laughs> or exactly uh, what, necessarily. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that's, it's just very comforting. And, and it has all the things I like, rock music, football, mm-hmm. Tom Cruise running. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right. And precocious children. <laughs> John, yeah, Jonathan Lipnicki. What is, what is Jonathan Lipnicki doing? I think he's. No. I think he occasionally makes he makes the occasional BuzzFeed video about oh, yeah. who he about where he is now. Oh, okay. <laughs> I huh, interesting. <laughs> um. So 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 Chianyu, Jason in in being typical Jason decides that he's good being himself. He doesn't want to learn how to be better, and uh, I, you know you gotta admire him for that. Again, that's just kind of. Okay, but he does he does eventually this you know let's let's get to his his first appearance in the <laughs> class cuz this is this is the wrap up basically. I am here to learn about ethnics. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's great, man. Uh, I mean it's it's ethics, but that's great. Pretty sure it's ethnics. Hey, buddy. <laughs> I'm proud of you. This is your first step towards not sucking. Cool. I just have two questions. When are football tryouts? <laughs> and does this school have a prom? Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> first time ever. I'm the smartest kid in class. And of course, the um, the sinkhole is not repairing itself. It is actually getting larger. Yes. And this is the that's the cliffhanger they leave us on. Yes, in this particular episode. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, overall, it, it's it was a, a really strong episode. It was nice to to get to know Jianyu some, mm-hmm. uh, get to know Jason, despite the fact that uh, he's probably not somebody that I would hang out with. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, he's, he's kind of, you know, you're, you're comparing him to, to Woody and, you know, in that he's, he's kind of the, the endearing, 
uh, Simpleton. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's someone I would have hung out with when I was 17. Okay. Um, but he's probably, if being 40 now, if I knew someone like him at my age. Well, I, you got to grow up at some point, yeah. and I don't think Jason's ever growing up. Right. Well, he can't because he's dead, but... <laughs> well, that's, this yeah. is true. However, <laughs> yes, but hypothetical real-life Jason, not dead, would, yes. yeah, would, would be not... Uh, probably stuck in permanent childhood. Yeah. Uh, any final thoughts, Jared? That was kind of my final thought. I like yeah. this episode. It's 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 fun, you know. It's, I it's got um, it's it's interesting. I I think that uh, of the episodes so far, this is the closest you get to a filler episode. Mm-hmm. Um, and and even so, you, it's still important. You still need to have that evolution of of Jason's character, and you need to mm-hmm. to because it's part of the show everybody is revealing themselves and who they are mm-hmm. um and they're probably um this is the least amount of michael that we see which as he is my favorite character i mm-hmm. think it's um it's uh well no i said chidi was my favorite character didn't i damn it it's probably child at uh, child tied between chidi and 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 michael i guess but you have to make a decision damn it no you i realize what happens when you don't make a decision no. <laughs> Ah, all right. Well, you have a 3,600 page tome. That's uh, what happens when you can't make a decision. Yeah, I'm familiar with that. Um, But yeah, it's it's a good episode. And I like that we're getting that. I do love Tahani's turning in her evening gloves. That's that's fantastic. It's such a British thing. Uh, Yeah. Then hiding your sorrow. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Anything from you? Um, I think maybe it's time as a good point to uh, talk about how we came up with the title. Um, Which, well, it's it's uh, it is which Jason mentions a lot, but <laughs> yeah, um, it's part of the show. I mean, it's uh, Eleanor says something in there too about uh, what the fork. Yeah, yeah. It, um, so when we, uh, as everything that we, you and I seem to come up with, we do. We do on Twitter. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. And I was a, uh, I was sitting in a, in a waiting room. We were kind of talking about, uh, half joking, half seriously talking about doing a podcast on this show. Mm-hmm. And um, we're in a waiting room because we're about to have a, uh, um, uh, we're about to see our. I have a son on the way, so we're uh, waiting in the room, game, waiting for a. What's the thing you call when you look at the baby? Ultrasound? <laughs> yeah, we're about getting an ultrasound. I've never had a kid, by the way, so... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so good. You, you, should, you, should you know more know about that. the process yes. than me. <laughs> 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 um, so I, I casually <laughs> say, I just say, hey, if you were to <laughs> make a podcast about The Good Place, what would you call it? Mm-hmm. She just smiles and says, what the fork? Duh. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's, that's how this was born, so... Thanks, Kristen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh it's I yeah, I'm 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 glad she did it because it's fun to talk about. Mm-hmm. And it's uh I always kinda wondered how I, after listening to recap shows that I like, I'm like, I could do a recap show and I didn't know what it would be about. Mm-hmm. So the good place is a is a good choice. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think we did well. All right, sir. 
we will uh, we will actually break before uh, episode five, and uh, it'll be on an entirely different day, and I'll have more notes, or I'll have some notes, I should say. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, all the email us at what the what the pod at gmail dot com uh, at what the pod on Twitter, and uh, please review and and rate the podcast in Apple Podcasts, and uh, we'll we'll be back with episode five. All right. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, work buddies. <laughs> <laughs>